Yes, sir. Once again, we are back in the building. Another week, another episode. Here, you already know what it is. BC's number one. The official, the one and only. Let's get it. Let's go. Let's do it. Black Broadway. Hey. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Feels good to be back in the building, y'all. Yo, you thought it was over? Never, man. Never slacking, never quitting, never stopping. Yo, another episode. We got a very special guest in the house tonight, man. You know what it is. Shout out to Cupset. Hey. My man Marte. Yes. The coolest, the waviest. One of the flyest niggas in this whole city. Just came here to just, you know, let everybody know what's going on with Cupset and let everybody know what's happening in the city. If you're not on the wave, you late. Get with it and get lost. Back, y'all, once again, another week, another episode of Black Broadway Podcast. Look, I know I kept y'all waiting. I know I've been out here making moves. Niggas can see me on Snapchat here and there in different states. Like, yo, what's up with the podcast, though? Mm-hmm. I got pressed out today. Like, people came up to my job today, straight up, and was like, yo, you need to do this podcast, man. Don't lose the momentum. Don't lose the seed. So I won't, I can't, and here we are, back again, another week, yo. I'm really excited about my guest this week, man. This is my man right here. One of the coolest dudes in the city, throwing some of the dopest events, dopest parties, providing some of the dopest experiences in the city. My man, Marte, representing Cups at BC, man. Say what's up, Marte, man. Hey, what's up out there, man? Cup up. Yeah, that's right. Cup up, all right? Like I said, yo, my man Marte, he's a, he's a soft-spoken guy, man. He don't say too much, but you see him when you see him, so... We're going to turn this up a notch, and we're going to get it popping in here. Yo, thank you so much for coming through, though, Marte, man. It's always real. a pleasure, man. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> Yo, we here, man. It feel good to be back on the mic, back doing the show. I was, I was saying, like, I'm not going to be pressed to do the show without having, like, some quality content for the people, man. Because I got, you know, I got shit to talk about. Hey, I'm a barber. I talk shit occupationally. I do this all day, so it's nothing to get on the mic and do that every week, but I want to do that. I want to provide content. I want to put people on, yo, mm-hmm. and I know that that's what y'all do. Like you said, cup up, man. Yeah. Get hip. Yeah. Get, get hip to the merch. Get hip to the website. All of that. That's all coming later on in this episode, man, for real, so just stay tuned and rock out with us, for real, but before I get into all of that, you know I got to start the show like I always do. By thanking each and every one of our listeners. Thank you to anybody that ever clicked on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, whatever. And listen to this podcast, man. We couldn't do it without y'all, man. We appreciate you, man. Shout out to my international crew. Ran into my man Joel from England the other day at um, Grilled Cheese Social. Big shout out to Rock Creek Social Club. Grilled Cheese Social is going up this year. Ran into my man Joel live from England, man. Said, yo... Keep it going. I'm putting everybody in Brixton on with the show. I'm like, that's what's up, man. Shout out to the UK massive, for real, man. Shout out to everybody in New York. Shout out to everybody in Miami. And, of course, shout out to everybody in LA, man. Yo, <laughs> y'all know from the last episode that I'm officially infatuated with Los Angeles, California. And I can't wait to get back, man. Big shout out to my man, Modi. And uh, Julian and Spicoli and Marcel, mm-hmm. the whole Trelectro, DC to BC crew, they out there rocking heavy, man. 
They was out Coachella last week, man. I was sick. <laughs> I was out here like, God damn it, why the hell am I not in LA, man? I keep missing that. Keep missing Coachella, man. One of these days we're gonna be out there, man, getting wavy with the, you know, with the flower headband chicks <laughs> and all of that. You know what I'm saying? Everybody tripping off all kind of drugs and shit. <laughs> we'll be there one day, you know what I'm saying? But for right now, we's holding this East Coast down. And that same weekend, I actually had the pleasure of um going up to New York City. And um, rocking with uh, Chef Roble at the Everyday People Brunch. Man, yo, that was a good look. They brought it down here um, last year. I think they're actually bringing it down here again at some point in time in the next month. But um, Chef Roble, famous uh, celebrity chef, winner of Top Chef on the Food Network, has this brunch in New York City called Everyday People. And it's just a beautiful event full of just beautiful black people having it up in a great space to... um, the DL on the corner of Delancey and Ludlow, New York City, Lower East Side. It was popping, man. It was lit. Big shout out to everybody that's involved in that. Yo, shout out to my travel buddy. Yo, we had an adventure, yo. She held me down like still, though, because, yo, you know New York is New York. Like, it was just all the bullshit that can happen in a weekend in New York pretty much happened. The fucking tickets, get the car towed, all of that. You know what I'm saying? But... Hey, we still here having a great time, man. And that was a great weekend. I wish I could have been at Coachella, but I'm very glad I was out there rocking with them. So, man, shout out to everybody at the Delancey and Ludlow, at the DL on Delancey and Ludlow that held us down, man. That was a really, really dope event. I'm just glad that everybody can, you know, have cultural events like that. And I'm looking forward to it coming back to D.C. When it's in D.C., it's usually at uh, Red Rocks. So I think they're going to have it at that same venue this time. It should be a real good look. Get on top of that Black Broadway audience. Get online. Google that. Everyday People. The hashtag is Everyday PPL. Check it out. Dope pictures. Good look. You know what I'm saying? So what else we got? Oh, man, we got tons of events and stuff rocking. I think I want to get into the events before I start talking about my little, you know, my stories. You know, I always got my news stories, my little topics that I got to touch on before we get on the other side and we really get into the whole cup set mentality, movement, all of that with my man Marte. So our events, like this weekend right here, the weekend of April 29th, 30th, 31st, is officially about to be like one of the most lit weekends ever in D.C. Like it's, it's going up. We got, and the weather is fucking trash. <laughs> but, 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 you know, that's par for the course, right? Like, when, when didn't it rain on Howard Homecoming? You know, I'm trying to remember. Like, and that's, that's like the best day to be in D.C. or one of the best days to be in D.C. It always rains, so we push through. But um, this weekend, starting on, look, we're going to start tonight. We're going to start Thursday night with one of the big events that's popping off. One of the Dope weekly events that you really need to be in tune with. That Feel Good, D.C., live at Rose Bar. What's the, what's the address on Rose Bar, man? I don't know. It's, I know 1223 is right I think it's next 12, door. 15. Like 1215. I, I just know 1223. I spent a lot of my 20s in 1223. <laughs> <laughs> so I know that block. It's the same block as 1223. It's Rose Bar. It's brought to you by my man Marte and Cupset, my man Spencer Tracy, that feel good DC, man. Get into it. And tonight is the one year anniversary, man. Y'all been mm-hmm. catching, y'all been rocking for a whole year out there, huh? Yeah, whole year, man. Every Thursday, huh? Yeah, and we got Norman down there tonight too. What? Hey, it's going <laughs> up tonight. Okay, so who's who all is DJing tonight? Y'all gonna have like a reunion of all the 
DJs that ran it? Uh, yeah, pretty much. We got Harry Hotter. We got Pick up Harry Hotter. Baker, of course. Shout out Rocky. We got Jerome, my man, Black Broadway alumni. DJ Gemini. Okay, Gemini, radio veteran, DC staple out here. Yep. Okay, it's tight. Okay, I saw y'all were on Instagram posting like mixes. You got the, you still got the mixes up? Yeah. From all the individual mm -hmm. DJs. Feel good, DC on our SoundCloud. Get into that. That feel good, DC. Every Thursday night mm -hmm. at Rose Bar, but this particular Thursday, that's where we going after we leave here. <laughs> after we crush this fifth, sky's the limit after that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sky is the limit after that, but we on it. So that's your Thursday right there. Friday, we got trap karaoke brought to you by like the 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 dons of the trap karaoke <laughs> movement, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Low key, hey, low key, you hanging? Um, coolest kid out. Cats who, you know, collab with uh, the stash to do Henny Palooza and all of that. Okay. They taking trap karaoke on somewhat of a nationwide tour. So uh, it's coming back to D.C. This is the second time they're having it in D.C. And that's going to be on Friday at one of my favorite venues, Blind Wino, mm -hmm. right there in uh, Delaware Avenue, Southwest. So if you find yourself, you know, cruising around the city on Friday night, as you should, get, get into that. You know what I'm saying? That's going to be the wave, you know. And that's all leading up to the big boy event on Saturday, which we are, fingers crossed, hopefully it don't turn out to be a rainy, messy day like today, but. It rained last year, don't have I know, before. right? Yeah. I didn't even make it last year, but man, Broccoli City Fest, yo. Big event in DC, big venue, I love that venue, the Gateway Pavilion, it's tight that they did something positive over there in Southeast, and especially in that part of Southeast, man, that shit was just. No man's land. If you seen somebody around there, they was doing bad. <laughs> so, so like, if you even seen a nigga walking on that stretch of land, you would have to be concerned. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so now that they got this dope, beautiful venue called the Gateway Pavilion out there, we got Broccoli City Fest going down on Saturday, April 30th in Washington, D.C. And we got a great lineup this year. I mean, I'm excited. Like, I can't front. Like, the, the headliner is probably the person, like, no disrespect, but that, that I'm least excited about. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely being headlined by Future, man, which is a big look. You know, we got here in Bust Wicked one time. You know what I'm saying? I, you know. That explains the Purple Rain. That's it. Purple <laughs> Rain, right? You know, I actually listen. We're going to talk about that because that's on my list of stories. We're going to talk about that. But, yo, Future is the headliner. He's also being featured alongside Anderson Pack. Who I'm extremely excited to see. Y'all listen to Anderson Pack? No, never listen. Anderson <laughs> Pack got a great album. It's called Malibu. Check that shit out. It's dope. And he had a lot of good features this year. This has been his year. Like he was on a Dr. Dre record, which wasn't that good, but his song on there was lit. The Animals joined. He was on the Game record. He's, you know, a big West Coast guy. You know, he's with Kendrick, Game, all of that. When you see him at Broccoli City Fest, you're going to be a fan. Trust me. Good dude. Anderson Pack, you got BJ the Chicago Kid, another good dude. Somebody who I'm extremely feeling right now, Janae Aiko. I'm a fan. Fuck that. I, I love Janae, yo. I love, I love Janae, yo. She, she's lit. I like her whole steez, like her whole situation. And that thing she did with Big Sean recently, that 2088. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. A, yeah, that's a joint right there. Eight songs, solid. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You ain't need no more, no less. Have you seen the video? I did. I just watched it the other night. That shit was tight. I was like, oh, this is actually real good. Yo, you know what I'm saying? I like those two. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
I know Janae is married and Sean got his whole little thing going on, but like that chemistry. She married? Yo, she just married a dude. Like, um, I think he's a producer. A uh, dude named Dot the Genius or something like that. You ever heard of that oh, guy? Yeah, he um, did um, the Gun with Cuddy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she married Dot. So, um, you know what I'm saying? She married and she. Hey, really, right? You know what I'm saying? Hey, shout out to Dr. Genius. Where did out here, kid? You know what I'm saying? But her Big Shaz project, 2088, is dope. I wonder what she's going to perform off that. You know what I'm saying? Fingers crossed. She might break Sean out. We never know. You know what I'm saying? Who else is on the... All bands I like. The internet. The internet's on the bill. Love the internet. Can't wait to see them again. Saw them on uh, September at Howard Theater. They tore it down. So I can't wait to see them again. And uh, Sango. Yo, I just recently got hit to Sango. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I just got into I just found, like, my pocket in EDM. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't really like a lot of EDM, but that's the shit I like right there. Select, shout out to Selection Radio. Turned me on to a lot of that, too. You know what I'm saying? So that was a really Carnage. good... Yeah, Carnage. All of that. I mean, that's... Uh, how do you say it? S-P-R-Z-T-K-T, Sprockets, Frisket. Whatever. <laughs> he's lit too. He's, he's popping too. He's, they were Sango, all of that. Yo, shout out to DJ Yachty too, because she put me on to a lot of that EDM. And if you haven't already, go back and listen to that episode, the Trapperella episode, whole EDM mix. Yo, Yanni came through and burnt it down. I still get people coming up to me talking to me about that episode. <laughs> that was a good one. So, like I said though, Broccoli City Fest, lots of great acts, lots of great music. Hopefully, it's not a shitty day. And we can get and we can get it popping out here for real, cause that's going to be a good look for the city. And then what you got? The after party is at Red Rocks. I think Jerome's spinning at that. And then on Sunday, we got Cups at Event. Cups. What's it called, yo? Cause I love the name of it. It's Cups Two. Cups um, Two. Coolest Best Day Palooza. <laughs> coolest Best Day Palooza. Beat that, motherfucker. Your party is not cooler than that. I, was, I don't care what you say. Like, it's, if I have a choice between going to another party and Coolest Best Day Palooza, I'm usually going to pick Coolest Best Day Palooza. I mean, that's just that's just logic. I would do the same if I was you, yo, for real. It's, it's the best of all the crowds. You got Henny Palooza. Okay. You got Cups. You okay. Got best Day Ever. And you got the Cool Kids LVA. You know, it's going to be popping. So Where's this going to be, man? Uh, Stadium Club. Stadium. Okay. Okay. So how it's going to be all inside the stadium? Uh, inside and outside. Will there be strippers? Late night. Oh, okay, <laughs> yo. So there might be. I'm just saying, fellas, you know, there might be some strip action, but so I know. Some singles. Bring some singles. You know, don't come broke. Like, just God forbid. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Get yourself some respect for yourself. <laughs> coming to a strip club, for God's sake. The strip club. And you coming to a cups event. It's going up. Support the hardworking women, man. Yo, okay, let me ask you this. Because the last, right, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know they got the old school joke where they got this, uh, the, the, uh, the shirt with the strip on it. It'd be like, I support single moms. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we going to let that ride. We're going to let that ride. We support all the ladies in the stadium, even if you don't got no kids. Get that money. Shout out to Beyonce, that six-inch heels joint. That's the stripper joint. We're going to get into that too later. But so when y'all have this event at stadium, on the Sunday, this is it a Sunday day party or is it a nighttime thing? Uh, so it's gonna be day leading into the night. Okay, yeah. so like, what's a good time? What what time is doors? Just for your viewers, 
We're starting at 2 and we might end at 2 a.m. Mmm, okay. That's that's a long day of drinking, yo. Make sure you hydrate yourself, you know. Make sure you eat a... It's going to be like an adventure, man. Yeah, for real. Make sure you eat a fully balanced breakfast, you know, get all your nutrients and take a vitamin. You know what I'm saying? Get ready. <laughs> shit, this is about to be... Shit, look, I'm definitely going to take my vitamin starting tomorrow morning because, like, shit about to get real. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It's just going to be... And we got open bar from 3 to 4. Ooh. With free food. With free food. Listen, Black Broadway, <laughs> we putting you on. And I know it's bad people that's going to listen to this episode as soon as it drops. So make sure you're on top of it. Because like I said, I've been getting pressed out. So I, I, I'm back with info. <laughs> with valuable info for y'all, man. For real. So look, that's our event calendar just for this week. We got some big shit coming up soon. We got Midnight Barbecue. Mm-hmm. I know you got that popping off soon. Yep. You know what I'm saying? We got the beginning of May. I don't know. It's, it's a lot of things happening in the beginning of May. Mm-hmm. Midnight Barbecue is the 27th, though. 27th. That's towards the end. That's like damn near Labor... I mean, not Labor Day. Um, Memorial Day party. Mm-hmm. So, listen. Hopefully, the weather be fully waved out by then. We'll be basking in those 70s. You know, that late night 71 that's hot as shit in D.C. You know, we love it. We can't wait. I, I like that shit. I live for it. <laughs> I'm here for the humidity and all of that, man. So I can't wait, yo. So that's what's going on, man. That's our little event calendar for the moment. Black Broadway listeners, make sure y'all up on that. Attend all these events. Support. Show love. It's the city. That's the only way we're going to keep things like this going for us if we, if we show up. Because, yeah. I mean, look. Yo, them other peoples, they taking it over, man. If I see another fucking beer garden open up, I'm going to throw throw a chair at somebody. I don't want to do it. I'm just trying to hold on, I'm saying. Shit, wow, man. So, yo, that's our events. But like I said, before we go into our little break, I got to touch on, you know, I'm always socially and... um, politically aware, just try to be up on current events, et cetera, et cetera. And man, it's just been, since the last time I did this show, man, so much stuff has happened. I'm going to lead it off with like the biggest thing I feel. We got to touch on this on Black Broadway. For real, this show is dedicated to him, man. R.I.P. The Prince, man. Mm -hmm. Such a great, legendary figure, man. I mean, like, my mom's had to school me on Prince yesterday because like I thought I knew Prince just because you know I grew up in the 80s I'm like yeah I remember Purple Rain and all that like I thought that that was the beginning of Prince she like nah Prince had been rocking since the 70s like Prince has Prince has 39 studio albums yo this man is a certified legend out here man and it's hard for me to even speak of him in past tense it's hard for me to be like was like Prince was like Prince not supposed to fucking die. He's he's on that Malcolm Jack Michael Jackson list, should I say? He's on that Michael Jackson list of niggas that's just not supposed to die, but they just not here, man. Yo, we lost a lot of our big musical figures, man, and I appreciate all their contributions. And I tell all the youngsters, man, make sure y'all get out here and listen to this music and absorb this shit while you can and while while these people are still here because they have contributed. You know, I don't know how long in the future, like. Kilani gonna be around, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, Stevie Wonder been out here for 50 years, you know what I'm saying? So pay homage, you know what I'm saying? But, um, and really study. But but even if they not here, it's just like you gotta get out there and like research and like really educate yourself in music because that is our culture. True and indeed. That led into what we have now. So 
No, I noticed that about you too, Monte. You you seem to be a student of music. Like you seem to you seem to be into your nineties bag real heavy, yo. Uh, my my radio is on one oh two point three all day. I love it. <laughs> Listen, that's how I know I'm getting old, cause like I be riding around with my son. We straight listening to ninety six point three. Like like we listening to one oh two point three and ninety six point three and we just I'm telling him like, boy, I remember when this came out, man. I was like your age when this you know. I'm that dad now. So that was like a real big loss. And it's like funny, my son, he's about to turn nine. Big shout out to my son turning nine on May 3rd, next Tuesday. So I'm excited. So, yo, he's turning nine. And I got to explain to him, you know, who Prince is and and how real Prince was. You know what I'm saying? It's a big responsibility, but I'm just glad that I have the education Mm -hmm. to do it. You know what I'm saying? And I suggest to all of our listeners and everybody out there, do the same, you know what I'm saying? So that was like, that was like the biggest thing that happened for me over the past couple of weeks. But there's been no shortage of, of fucking action, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, so politically, you know, you know, we constantly talk about this on the show, and I had a talk with the principals, and believe you me, the political, the primary colors episode is coming back. We're coming back, episode three of Primary Colors. Featuring my man Eli and Gerald. They both are chomping at the bit to get back. Because it's been wild. Fucking Donald Trump is really about to be the Republican presidential nominee. Wow. It's really <laughs> about to happen, y'all. Yeah. And, like, I mean, you know, we in the in the DMV. You know what I'm saying? D.C. hasn't had their primary yet. But Maryland had his primary a few days ago. And Donald Trump skated with 60% of the vote. 60%. And that shit just speaks volumes to who is actually coming out to the polls and how these people actually feel about us and about the entire, I guess you could say, the the non-affluent segment of the population. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody is not in the 1%. And people don't understand that. Like, Donald Trump is speaking from a standpoint of somebody that's in the 1%. He can talk shit. He got money to talk shit. He has fuck you money. He can say these things. Most of the people who are quote-unquote voting for him or supporting him, don't realize how much of their actual livelihood and stability depends on Mexican workers or depends on, you know, all of these budget cuts or how much they actually heavily rely on the freedom of speech and so on and so forth. All of these things that Donald Trump is just swearing that he's going to tear down, yo. Like, it's scary. It's, It's dark times right now, man. And I mean, Bernie Sanders is out of there, yo. Like, as I said, he would be. You know what I'm saying? How, were you a Bernie guy, Monte? I don't like talking about You don't politics. like, you're not a politics guy? <laughs> I like that. I appreciate that. You know what? I really appreciate that. Because sometimes people get out here in these political streets, and I'd be like, damn, man. You really? Like, you know what I'm saying? I just, I just be appalled by some people's, like, positions. So I'd rather, you know... We keep it tight, and we show and prove in our walk, yeah. and show and prove in how we live and how we treat people, you know what I'm saying? And that's the most important thing. I agreed with a lot of Bernie's ideas, but I felt like politically he wasn't going to be able to get it done, and I think that like the majority of Democratic voters felt the same way, and now we left with Hillary and all her foulness and crookedness, which is a real thing. That shit is really about to happen to us, but I mean, you know, it's like, what you want your shit sandwich on, white or wheat bread? Pretty much, that's like, that's where we at right now in, in politics in America, yo. So, you know me, I'm going to go weak. So, you know what I'm saying? That's where we at in this primary season, yo. Oh, man, another big thing that happened in the world of sports, you know what I'm saying? 
Fucking Kobe retired, man. Kobe Bryant, who I hate. Let me just go on record. I don't fuck with Kobe. I'm a Knicks fan. I never liked the Lakers. I remember when Chris Childs hit him in the face. It was one of my favorite moments in life. But, like, but like you know, I got to get a dude his props, man. He played 20 years for the same team. Like, I remember when Kobe came into the league. Like, I was in high school, and, like, I was, like, low-key jealous. Like, he's like, you took Randy to the prom? Who the fuck you think he is? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he did it, man. But Kobe, he came out here. He, he, I can say one thing. He was Kobe Bryant to the end. Yeah. Like, he was never, he was unapologetically an asshole. Like, to the very end, you know what I'm saying? And I respect that, you know? I don't think he was an asshole. I just think he was, like, really into his craft, you know? Like, yeah. He was dedicated and he was a hard worker. He is. You know? But he it's like, bank. you know, it's hard, to, it's hard to be a hard worker and be dedicated to your craft and not get called an asshole. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I live that life sometimes. Like, you know, people are like, yo, why you always... Dedicated to working. I'm being like, an athlete, it's like being an artist. You it is. Sensitive about the shit. You sensitive know? about the shit. Kobe was very sensitive about <laughs> all this shit. And he snitched on Shaq. But that's a whole other thing. We're not going to go into that. The whole Lakers team is snitching on something. The whole Lakers <laughs> team, man. D'Angelo Russell is following in traditions, man. Speaking of which, man, this whole Nick Young and Iggy Azalea, oh, I need them to get off the internet. They've been on the internet acting out today. I'm not even going to waste my time. They still together? They, I guess. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Are they still together, huh? That's a good look, though. That's what I mean, yeah. I like them together. I guess, you know, somebody. everybody got to have somebody's, right? And he, he makes her certified. He does. <laughs> he definitely gives her all types of hood passes and street credibility. <laughs> all of them, you know what I'm saying? If that breaks up... Iggy is not even allowed in L.A. no more. <laughs> she lost the L.A. privileges. Yeah. <laughs> but, yo, that shit is wild, man. So that's like, that is like the, I guess you could say, like the top serious news. The world of music has been very active, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's been a lot of shit popping off musically, yo. The first and foremost leading thing is Beyonce, yo. Dropping Lemonade, man. Have you listened to this, Beyonce? I don't want to listen to it. Yo, I'm going to tell you, look, we got some ladies in the house. Ladies, I, I we got to introduce y'all because I need y'all to like it's just chime in real quick. It's poison. We got, we got Iris in the house whose name I cannot forget because that's my mom's name. And then we got, I know it's a T, don't let me mispronounce it, love. Tanisia in the house. Lovely ladies. One of which who has heard the lemonade. You, Iris, you heard the lemonade, right? Okay. How do you feel? You like it? Okay. Okay. It, it is a different sound. I feel like, I mean, musically, sonically, I didn't I didn't watch the videos until like a couple of days ago and I still haven't got through all the videos. But like sonically, I was in, I was amazed. I was like, "Oh my god, this is that shit." And then I started listening to the lyrics. Bruh. Like literally, I'm in there cringing. Like, look, that album is literally a highlight real of every terrible ass argument I've ever had with a girl <laughs> like every terrible ass argument I've had with any girlfriend I've ever had like she said something that Beyonce said in this album and I'm like damn Jay like you really on them type of terms like I thought you was better than the rap I didn't know you was a piece of shit like all of us <laughs> like damn Jay man you 
giving us hope. You was giving us hope for a minute, man. But he only a man. He's a he's a regular person, <laughs> and they're regular people. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's theories floating around that this thing might have been like contrived or like like she, you know, put a storyline together, or even him and her put this storyline together. Yeah. I can see that. I mean, she she definitely got experience yeah. in that realm with all of that. But like, the shit's so personal, man. <laughs> that shit was intensely personal. Like I was listening. It felt like somebody tweeted this. It was like when you, um, it's like when you sitting at your homeboy house and him and his girl start arguing, <laughs> and you just want to leave. <laughs> like you just try to slide out the back door. <laughs> like that's how I felt when I was listening to this shit. I was I was riding around. I was like, damn. Even know if I should be privy to all this information, but I mean, hey, formation tour kicked off yesterday, though. He was in the building, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I mean, you know, I don't know what that really means, <laughs> but whatever. He was there, you know what I'm saying? I guess they're functional enough to understand that, hey, we got money to make as the Carters, we got image to uphold, we gotta keep this, this thing going, you know what I'm saying? White people are mad, I don't even know why. I just don't even understand. Okay. No, white people are always I mad. They just, they just be looking for shit to be angry. Because I'm like, you had to really dig deep for that. Like, that's exactly why she's on the internet wilding out. Her and Nick Young on the internet wilding out. Because Nick Young, I think he sent a tweet like, girl, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Yo, she's out here bugging, man. Like, Beyonce is trying to, I feel like, I feel real positive about what she's doing for black women. I feel like just the imagery, the videos that I did see, just seeing all those beautiful black women, like, just looking good, natural hair, like, doing fly dances, Serena looking crazy, and the sorry video. I was just like, wow, this is a good look. Like, I, I like this. So I, I feel like that's a positive aspect, too, that people are trying to turn into a negative. Like, all this, all this is about black girls. Like, what the fuck? Like, let, let black girls cook. Yes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right? Right, Iris? Right, Tadizia? Let black girls cook. <laughs> Shit, man. Black women is beautiful, man. It's about time that, you know, they started getting these mm -hmm. international props and acclaim. And Beyonce's the one to do it. I, I feel like the album isn't even really about, like, black power or black empowerment. Except for, like, Formation. A couple of other songs. Like, that six-inch song. You know what I'm saying? I get that, too. Freedom too, yeah, I get it. She definitely hit on some themes, but like you know, the overriding theme is like infidelity, and it's just like that shit deep, yo. So if you ain't heard Lemonade, man, and get back at us, I think we're gonna do a Facebook post on Lemonade. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna put that on the Black Broadway Facebook. We need the feedback, you know. We need to know, man. All y'all, I know you got your think pieces ready. I know you got it in your drafts in Microsoft Word. So just <laughs> go ahead and unload that on our Facebook page. We appreciate you. <laughs> it's going to get rocking, yo. But what else? Oh, shit. Yeah, the world of music. Like I said, okay. Fucking designer with this panda. Number one. Look, I'm from day one saying I didn't really approve of that. I'm not saying it's not a dope song. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I just didn't really approve of the full-blown future bite. You know what I'm saying? But it's the number one song in America right now. Or in the world, I guess, right? Is it number one on iTunes? So that's international, right? So here we are, man. It's, it's season's opportunity. Listen. So, <laughs> people still think you're future. Like, people still... It's not like you're winning because people still think you're future. 
How many people you think gonna be at Broccoli City like, when this nigga gonna perform Panther? Niggas <laughs> 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 like, yo, do Panther! <laughs> It's gonna be fucked up out there, man. I hated, to, I hated, had to be huge, man. But it happens. Like, I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like swag stealing, or like, I'm not even gonna go so literal as to just say swag stealing. But I just feel like it's very acceptable in 2016 to find a wave and ride that wave, like by all means. If it be dressing like a motherfucker, talking like, sounding like, it don't matter. Grab that wave, ride it to whatever, you know, bank deposit slip you can get. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I mean, I feel like that's just a game. So, you know, Kanye seen it. You know, Kanye was like, damn, here's my chance to side future. <laughs> like, we get him. So he got him and they number he's one. He side pass. I mean, designed it. Yeah, he signed designed it. So he was on the album. Yeah, he's on the album. Like he, he put him right on Life of Pablo. So that helped too. I thought he said he flew Future out to help him with the album. That which he, which he did say, which is interesting. Like that is kind of shady. It's like come here and do this reference track so I can let my young artists rock out on this. Like what the fuck? Like yo, well we already know Kanye is proven through 2016. He doesn't get any fuck. You know what I'm he's, he's definitely all the way out here, man. And like, we got Panda. Then what? The last music story that we got to get into before we go to this break and we get into Cup Set, because that's what we really came to do. Views from the Six. Mm. Ready? We ready? Are we ready? Are we Drake fans in here? No? Okay. Ready? <laughs> the ladies was like, yes, we're ready. We're, we are ready. I heard, I think it's streaming tonight. Like, I think like the exclusive stream is going to drop on like Apple Radio tonight mm. or like, 10 or something like that, so, you know. Have you seen all the uh, Photoshop things? Oh, that shit was hilarious. I just saw it on Instagram, yo. They got Drake on everybody's shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> the little views. <laughs> I thought the album cover was hilarious, because when I seen it, I was like, first of all, this nigga's not crazy. So I know he's not. Because if it had been me up there, it would have. I wouldn't have been in a leather jacket. I would have been in all the harnesses, <laughs> or like two parachutes, and a helmet. Like, that joint with no bullshit. But Drake just sitting on the corner. They actually had, the people from the CN Tower uh, responded and was like, yeah, that's Photoshop. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't allow Drake to get, we love Drake and all, but you know what I'm saying? We're not going to do that. That's a liability. So, yo, when he dropped these, when he dropped this album, you know, I know One Dance is already going crazy in the streets, you know what I'm saying? So, we got... I guess we got a lot more dance hall tunes to look forward to from Drake. Yo, did anybody hear Party Next Door's original version of Work today? Oh, yeah, the reference track. Was like I'm not going front. I like it better. Yeah, it's better. <laughs> Party Next Door. Me, you and me both. I'm here for P&D. It was a P&D kind of day, right? You know, yeah, rainy day. day. It's always any song. Right? Any day we can put on a Party Next Door song. There's a Party Next Door song for us. Any day with shenanigans. Any day with the shenanigans. <laughs> Yo, son, we didn't even talk about the shenanigans. See, I was gone that week when the shenanigans popped off, but I would have talked about that. Because P&D's my nigga, man. But, yeah. Views for the Six is dropping, man. By the time y'all hear this podcast, it should be out next week. We're going to have Views from the Six talk on the show, man. It's going up. But on the other side of this break, we talking Cups up. All right? Cups at my man Marte, the whole movement. We're going to get into it. We're going to let y'all know what's cracking, man. We'll be right back at Broadway. Uh-huh. 
I'm in the building. Hey, Monte, pour it up. All right, touch me one time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we out here. We pouring up, man. Hey, listen. Second half, Black Broadway podcast. Like I said, man, y'all really excited about my guest tonight, man. This is my man, yo. One of the coolest dudes in the city, for real, man. Always having dope events. Always pushing a real cool concept. You know what I'm saying? Just always looking fly in general out here in these streets, man. <laughs> My man Marte and Cups at DC, man. Say what's up to the people, Marte, man. Hey, hey what's good, everybody out there, man? Yeah, I really man. appreciate the introduction. Oh, you, man. man, come on. You my man, yo. For real, man. It was heartfelt, yo. It wasn't hard. It wasn't difficult to finesse at all, man. It was heartfelt, yo. Man, so, yo, now I got you in the building, man. Tell us more, man. Tell us a little bit about, like, Cups at DC. First of all, let's start from the very beginning. Mm. Where you from, man? Where where you grow up, man? Who was Marte, man? You know what I'm saying? You know what's funny? It's like uh, a lot of people that meet me, they always say, man, you from L.A., you from New York, like, <laughs> your style don't seem like a D.C. style, mm-hmm. but 
Man, I'm from here. I grew right. up in Northeast, 21st in Maryland Ave. Hey, man. my man, you know, from that out, east side. Shout out Vietnam, man. Got hey, from that real there. east side, man. I love <laughs> it, know, yo. 21st for real, yo. Man, we, we used to throw <laughs> go-go's, man. Like, I've been in the go-go's, like, thing for a minute, man. Okay. So. Stop it. So, okay, you was in the go-go scene, like, early, huh? You was out there. Early. I was, like, 15 throwing go-go's. Okay. My like, first go-go was a block party. I threw on 21st Street. Ooh. Who, what band? Who, what band you have? Uh, we had P.O.B. Okay. Uh, all Stars, which is like now ABM. Right, right, right. And we had the Young Bounce Beat crew. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know that shit was going up. Okay. So that's so that's how you got started throwing parties in the city. Young dude from 21st. Mm-hmm. Like, so, and like, for anybody that don't know the city, man, 21st is a real ass neighborhood. <laughs> okay. Like you said, shout out to Vietnam. You know what I'm saying? Look, I used to live on, um, I used to live on 17th of I. Oh, wow. <laughs> Listen, that was the kick dough block. When we lived on that block, every morning somebody was getting their door kicked in. You know, it was crazy. Yeah. So that's a real hood. So you came up out of that and you got style. Like you have like a very different style. So like, how did that help you? Like how were, how was your style like instrumental into you like becoming who you are now and, and building this brand? You know what I'm saying? Like, um, so what a lot of people don't know about me, man, was like when I was in junior high school, like I really got into like the music industry, like type feel and shit so okay. I was just like always like watching music videos like I'd be in the studio at my school they mm-hmm. started like building one what high school you go to I went to Friendship Collegiate okay okay on oh, Minnesota on, yeah I went to Spangon okay. for like a week but <laughs> yeah <laughs> they, probably, they probably close Spangon the next week <laughs> like for real <laughs> no bullshit Spangon out of there man shout out to everybody that went to Spangon cause yeah, that yeah. was for gangsters only <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Real yeah, talk. It was rough, man. <laughs> it was, man. So was you went to rough. Friendship right across the street from Minnesota Avenue Metro Station. Yep. Okay, yep. cool. Um, but Friendship, that like helped me change my life, man. I started cool. taking some music classes and stuff, and I just like really got interested in like a lot of like uh, music influences. And okay, like okay. That, so. so like music really, like what, what type of music influenced you heavily? Like you said, you started off in Go-Go. You know, D.C. is a Go-Go city, so it's kind of like if you don't like, if you like anything else but Go-Go, mm-hmm. you're weird. Yeah. Like, I grew up like that. I lived that life. You know, I'm a hip-hop kid. But, you know what I'm saying? But what people don't know is, like, Go-Go is, like, the original a part of hip-hop. Absolutely. And um, just me, like, just getting into that. Like, I was, like, into, like, the whole, like, pop music. Mm-hmm. Like, Prince, of course. Of course. Uh, cameo. Um, when you talk about Go-Go, you always talk about Sugar Bear. All right. Which, like, you into, like, and Essence. Key, yeah. That led into, like, the key and, uh, kid and play sound. So Absolutely. You know, that so. Ola, Salt and Pepper. Yeah. All of that was <laughs> yeah. heavily that. Go-Go influenced. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I always think about, like, back in the day, you know, how they used to even wear Magnus. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you listen to, if you look at those old videos, Salt and Pepper and Kid mm-hmm. Play, they wear Madness Connection shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, DC was heavily influenced in early hip-hop. So, it was good that you was able, as a young person, to latch on to that. Mm-hmm. So then, like, so you go to high school, you, you came out of friendship, right? Did you go, did you go to college? Did you go away or anything like that? Uh, so I went to Bowie State for a year, but right. at that moment, I was, like, really into, like, the whole go-go, like, industry. So I was okay. doing go-go's, like, all the time. Like crazy, Yeah, huh? so I just felt like my, my income was coming from that, so mm-hmm. why should I continue with college? Even though I was studying, like, business administration, but mm-hmm. I just ain't had the time to, and it, it didn't like catch my attention. Like I'm I told really you, like I really need something to like hold my attention to like keep going. Forward, and you ain't you know? need that piece of paper mm-hmm. to do what you were doing. Yes, yeah. so you were already in it. You know, on mm-hmm. the job training. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's very important, yo. In I respect the, in the field, it, man. In the I field. in the field. <laughs> well put, well put, man. <laughs> so you was in the field. 
I stayed the boy for like two months, man. Then after that, uh, <laughs> he's out of there. Yeah, I was out of there, man. Like, you know, did you even like? No, Bowie don't even have dorms, huh? Uh, they did. They did. And okay. You know what's funny? Um, right before you can actually start classes, they make you stay up there in the dorms for like two days. Worst. Worst two days of my life. <laughs> I can imagine. No carpet. Uh, co-ed showers or something like oh, that. Oh, nah. No, like, whoa, whoa, it, it whoa. Was, it was just... It Not was, the community shower, though. No. it was weird and unsanitary. And yeah. couldn't do it. All type of and, athletes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like but I did know, like, some older folks that went there, so I was, like, the cool, like, yeah. freshman guy because I went to, like, all the, like, senior parties and stuff. Okay. So that was, and you was, was already clicked up. Like, you yeah. was throwing go-go, so, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody so, knew who you was. I couldn't, man. I couldn't stay there, though. I feel you, man. It, was just, to get up out of it felt like it was like holding me back from something, and I'm just like glad I like left. Because, hey, you know, yo, I'm I, I always like to hear people say that and tell their story and just kind of like living their truth of like, say what, yo, that shit wasn't. That, you know, that's a, like, that's, a that's a DC thing. <laughs> that's why I love doing this podcast because, like, if nothing else, I'm a DC nigga, so I'm gonna I'm give it to you. Like, I, I can't help it. You know what I'm saying? So, if you listen to this and you haven't been into the DMV, yeah, it's John Like Real. <laughs> so, you know what it is. But, like, it's so crazy that, like, I'm talking, yo, for real, I'm. I didn't know that you was officially fully from here, you know, because like you said, you know, you got style and like a different kind of style. Yeah. So being from here, like what was the biggest thing that you felt like the city was lacking or the party vibe was lacking that made you want to kind of start your establishment? You know what I'm saying? Like start Cups at. Um, what whole, inspired you to start that? The whole party vibe is like something different, like separate in D.C. Yeah, um, it is. But as far as like DC as a whole, I think we're just like uh, we're lacking like togetherness. Like we need mm-hmm. to come together on something. This is like a crab in a bucket community. It is, and I think we're like working to like change that. I think we're like in the beginning process though. Yeah. Like we're we about to get there though. I think gentrification has a lot to do with that too because mm-hmm. we start seeing all of our little businesses or all of our little niches, yeah. our, our little niches drop off one by one. So we all kind of got to band together. Like right. it's no, it's no room for all that separation and distinction that we used to have. Like mm-hmm. we got to come together and hold our community down because if we don't, it'll disappear. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So like you, after you got into the, the go-go thing, are you still doing go-go's? You still involved uh, in go-go? I'm not doing go-go's like, anymore. No? I stopped that a long time ago. <laughs> long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, what, what made you get out of it? Uh, actually, I mean, I went through, like, some personal stuff, okay. uh, you know, like, to, well, tell your community that I almost actually, like, lost my life or whatever, so. At a go-go, I, that's yeah. not hard to believe and, at all. And it wasn't at a go-go, that's crazy. That's crazy, You know, really? but hanging around in that, like, community environment, you mm-hmm. know, uh, you, you come into, like, some sketchy characters. Absolutely. But, um, Absolutely. After that happened, I went to art school, actually. So, okay. art school, actually, like, you oh. know. So, you start hanging out with the art life. kids. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, Yo, the art kids will world. change your life, man. Yeah, it's, it's a big I have that experience there, as well. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Yeah. I went to Corcoran for a little while. Like, mm-hmm. I was kind of studying that. And I was just like, oh, wow. Yeah, these kids are cool. Yeah. And they're not, <laughs> like, carrying guns and shit. Like, you know, like, like all my friends. I was like, oh, shit, you could be cool and you don't sell crap? That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I'll hang out with y'all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, for real. So, so you start kicking it with the art scene. And, like, so how did how did Cup Set start, man? Like, first of all, what is Cup Set? Man, so 
Let me just start from the beginning. So Cups pretty much was a house party at first. Okay. Um, the go-go scene was dying down, and I was just, like, introduced to this whole, like, other community that was in D.C. that I wasn't aware of. Mm-hmm. It was like, how do you bring these people together? All right. And when we came up with Cups, it originally meant um, cool people up all night partaking, savoring life. I love it. You know? So that's what <laughs> that's I was dope. All Say about. that one more time for the crew, man. <laughs> cool people up all night partaking, savoring life. I love it, yo. That's dope, man. <laughs> so okay. That's what I was all about, man. I'm a sucker for a good acronym. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just it was just cups in the beginning, man. We threw a house party. Uh-huh. Uh, the way we threw the house party was like really illegal. But it makes for a good story. Like both know? house parties. Broke, broke in my father's ex-girlfriend's house. Oh shit. I had a homeboy at the power company, turned the power on. Love it. We bought like 20 jugs of uh a water to like Force the toilet to flush in case people pee. <laughs> oh, shit. But, you know, it was great. Police kicked in the door then the night, but <laughs> That's t- dope. Twitter was popping for us. Was this know? like <laughs> the first? Was this your first was, party? It was the first one. I mean, when was this? One. Like, so what year was this in? <laughs> That's tight. I wish man. I would have been there. I, I, man. Man, it was like 2011, maybe. Damn, man. 2011. In 2011, like I would have definitely been right in the, in the middle <laughs> of some shit like that. Definitely 2011. Right? Where was it? What part of town y'all have it in? It's funny, we actually had it out Bowie. Out Bowie? Yeah, we okay. We found a house like big enough to have it in DC. Nah, not you really. Know, especially like how the police was back then. Like that, Crazy. That year was like wild. Yeah, 2011 yeah. was an ill was year. Yeah. Come to think of it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like Lost a lot of good people that year. You man. are 100% right, yo. Mm-hmm. Like, man, now that I think about it, that particular year actually rings a bell in my mind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yo, I'm glad that, but it was, it was momentous for you. Yeah. Because it was the start of Something big. But we didn't really know what we had, though, man. Hmm. Like, we, like, tried to throw, like, a couple of more parties after that. Um, mm-hmm. They went very well. Okay. And then we just, like... At legal venues? Legal venues. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, like, liquor, like, type situations. Like, yeah. permits and everything for that. I yeah, would, that's all, man. Probably was illegal, but mm-hmm. we didn't know about that at first. Exactly. So, you know, and that's but, funky out here in the city. Like, yeah, the whole yeah. liquor license situation mm-hmm. is just... Barely clean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you got into that. So you threw these successful parties, mm-hmm. like, and like, was, but you say you didn't really. The brand wasn't really like. Yeah, the brand wasn't the there focus. Yet. We didn't really know what we had at the time. Like we was just a group of people just wanted to be around cool people like us. You like know, it. positive. Like we done been through like the violent years, and mm-hmm. we just want to like chill and help each fun. other like grow. You know, and get Absolutely. to that next level, man. It's like a, it's a big world out here. So, Absolutely. You know, you want. So, is there a larger well. organization here? Is there like is there other members of Cops that you want to shout out right now? Let the people know. Uh, all I'm gonna say is shout out to the originals. All right, know, and, y'all know uh, who y'all are. <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to the day one supporters, mm-hmm. and you know, shout out to to the new supporters and our new staff. And we working hard, man, and we just trying to keep the dream alive, you know. So yeah. it's real because um, our generation needed us at I that time, you. you know. So you know, especially in DC, we were talking about this earlier, just how like yo, y'all are really like the, the at the vanguard for that younger generation. And when I mean younger, you know, I'm talking about like that 22 to like 26 crew. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That crew that's like really kind of just getting out here mm-hmm. and looking for cool shit to do. And like you know, when we was that age, when I was when I was younger. Like, it was like go-go's, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And then, like, that kind of died off, so all the people who were of that go-go generation was just lost. They didn't know what, yeah, to, what do. to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They didn't know where to go or what to do. Like, you know, fortunately for me, I was just able to move with the times, and, like, 
fought the next wave, fought the cup sets and the Rock Creek socials and the, you know, the people who was pushing the culture forward. Mm -hmm. So when you got your crew together, like, did you know who you were targeting or did you just kind of like, so we already knew what we was targeting. Like we was pretty much targeting the people we grew up with, the people that we had in the go-go's, but we also wanted that Mm -hmm. other crowd too, but it was all about how to make these two crowds come come together. True, true. Do you feel like you successfully pulled that off? Yes, we definitely did. We did that very well. And it was through the use of red cups because when we look at red cups, we think about togetherness. You know, it's like you see red cups at family picnics. You know, it's a a good, a feel good function when you get a beverage in a red cup. Everything like that. Yeah, man. And um, we brought them together and Mm -hmm. introduced everybody to new music. We Mm -hmm. gave people like a chance to like, Put their brands on anything Word. they wanted to do like creatively. Word. We introduced them to them people that was like at art at the art institute, but also that guy that was in the hood that could draw exactly and, like, design a t-shirt himself. And you, you pulled know? them together. And put them together, and they they can start their own power company, man. So, I'm sure there's been a yeah. lot of productive like relationships and like business situations and all types of things forged at y'all parties. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, um, like a, just name a couple of people. Uh, Ellis Forte, who okay. we have on our parties uh, right now that we're doing. They're really popular for like doing these hats uh, with the Goyard prints that they had Amber Rose wearing, Chris okay. Brown, Black China. They from the city too, huh? Yeah, they from the city. They did their Tight. first pop-up at Cups at Tight. the Goyard. Um, guy named Wizzle X who designed uh, uh, games, well, one of games, like albums. Um, he also did Meek Mill uh, art covers for a couple of uh, I heard of tapes yes, and stuff. I yeah. heard of this guy. He did his first pop up at Cups. You right. know, so so you've been able to kind of break some people. Yeah, we we've been, we've been breaking people, putting people on, and um, okay. just letting people know that it is a culture in DC. It is, you know, and we make it look cool and we present it well. Definitely, and that's what it's all about. No, nah, that's definitely something you're very good at. Mm-hmm. Like, so let's let's talk about like how like you began to develop this brand and what it represents. Like, what's the What's uh, let's talk about like the core things. You having parties? Mm-hmm. What's the musical direction like of your parties? Like, what do you feel like people come to your parties to like kind of hear? Or who are your DJs? Who are the guys who are providing the, the vibe so for the party? When we first started out, we always had like Spencer Tracy, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, he was one of my influencers while I was growing up, mm-hmm. uh, pretty much making his transition. Great dude. Um, man. DJ Money, of course, we had him, and then Great we also had Billy the Gent. Oh, I, joint. all the homies. So it was these are like, all the homies. Yeah, and it was just like the perfect like transition or like introduction to like these crowds that we're bringing together because you can get all the hip hop, you can get a little bit of go go, but mm-hmm. you also can get this EDM from Billy uh, Billy the Gent yep. that he can like blend with some hip hop. You won't mm-hmm. even know he can just like make a cool remix and you'll be like, he's the man what, at what that. that? Yeah, yeah. He, he's great at it, man. Um, also shout out to DJ Stevo. We did a lot of stuff with him. Uh, DJ Tech. Stevo's on the move DJ. too, man. Yeah, he is. He is. Stevo's on the move. Young and grinding, man. No doubt, yo. <laughs> yeah. So okay, so you had some really good DJs and like some really diverse even sounds because like. I know Spin is my man. Yo, big shout out to Spin, man. Ran the Spin in L.A. Wasn't mm-hmm. humble. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real. You're always on the go. Or Fairfax. Just ran into Spin. That's my guy, man. And I know Spin can go into his bag. Like, yes. he can get into the old joints with you. Happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He used to play drums in high school. I, I can tell, yo. He's a very, you know, musically knowledgeable guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know a musically knowledgeable DJ when I see one. Because, like, it's certain records that you have to be a real appreciator of music to right. play. And I feel like at a lot of y'all parties too, like those are the kind of records that I hear. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, is that a goal of yours to be like, kind of 
I wouldn't say eccentric, but just kind of a little bit non-average. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Like play things that, you know, you might not just expect. Like you're not going to just hear future rap. Yeah. Or you know what I'm saying? Like you we, we definitely want to make like the music selection really like eclectic because okay. it's all about putting people on and when you come to our parties you need to get an experience and you need to leave with something. True. Whether it's like new music, whether it's like merch, whether it's a, a person that you just met there randomly that you like, Oh, I didn't know this person like they don't yeah, look yeah, like they do so, something like that. No doubt. So it's That's all about connecting people to like, you know, cultures. Son, I really I gotta say, I really like the the non-self-centered approach to this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, this shit is not about you. You know what I'm saying? Like, and in, I like that. I in the beginning, that. it's all about, like, Cupset was the platform mm-hmm. for, for young creatives and for our urban community to, like, you know, intertwine pretty much. No and doubt. that's what it's all about for me. That's what I wanted out of it in the beginning. I like and it. And then it, like, grew into something more. <laughs> You're doing a great so, job, man, for real. Like, the city is, like, I'm telling you, like your particular wave, this whole cup set wave is providing like the youth of the city or the younger, you know, go out crowd mm. some shit to do that don't involve guns and yeah. you know violence and like mm. you know just reckless behavior mm. in that realm. Like you know, shout out to beer pong though, because last yeah. party y'all had, yo, <laughs> beer pong seems to be like a unifying factor in this whole yes. thing. The flip cup is the, war. The flip cup, the red <laughs> cup, it, it is definitely. How did the red cup come to be y'all symbol, man? Like you said, you know what it means and you know what it, it gives you that feel. But what, what made you decide, like, that's it? It was, man, it's funny. Me and my brother was like, when we first came up with the house party name, which mm-hmm. was Cups, of course. Mm-hmm. Man, it was just like in my room. I was like laying upside down in the bed. He was on the floor. <laughs> and he's like, what are we going to name this party? Like, it has to like be epic, easy to hashtag, right. but also mean something. Oh, and I'm sitting there drinking out of red cup, <laughs> drinking Jack Daniels, which is my drink of choice. Boom. At, at the time, at the time it was Jack. And, okay, yeah, it was Jack, and we was just like, yo, let's just call it Cups, and it just clicked. It was like, it was like meant to be, man. It's, I, I like it. It, it felt yo. good, yo. I mean, it it, it, that's what I was going to say. It feels good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It just feels good. It's I'm something gonna feel good tonight, right? Man. <laughs> Thank you. Right that, that's a great segue, <laughs> my guy. Because now we're going to talk about like these events that y'all got going on. You have to feel good for on the weekly. Mm-hmm. What else have, like, name some of your, like, your banner, your marquee events. You know what I'm saying? Like, some of the things that you're known for having in this city. You know um, what I'm saying? So, we're, we're, well, we're recently known for right now is uh, Fuck Up Some Waffles. Fuck Up Some Waffles. Yeah. I almost forgot about uh, that. Uh, that was great. Inspired Brunch. <laughs> Shout out K-Meta and Fuck Matthias. Up Some Waffles, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to get that up. Like, it was important. Because <laughs> every time I read the flyer, I, I read it in the future voice. Fuck Up Some Waffles. Yeah. Oh, we also had a refill, which we featured Sunny Digital on. Okay, his first debut in DC. Y'all bought Sunny. Y'all bought Sunny Digital we out. Him here, yeah. Okay, and okay. He had that at Live, and it was it was awesome, man. Oh, he man. really like enjoyed DC after that. That's dope. And, R.I.P. Um, live, man. R.I.P. Live. Good for you, man. Not being secure, yo. Nope. <laughs> Get those guys out of here. <laughs> Security, man. But yo, yo, okay, so y'all bought Sunny Digital down. That's tight. Yeah. So, do you feel like that's a big part of your audience too? Like that, not, like that trap, that not even EDM, but that trap crew, that trap music crew. Um, 
I don't even want to say trap. I just want to say that that's the hip hop of the now right, You're right. now. It's, it's the now generation. You're actually right. That's what hip hop is, and it's like if we're not pushing that, who will push it? You're right. You know, like we don't have a platform here in DC to like let people know that that's our age. Like, yo, like this mm-hmm. is what's popping. These are like cool like producers that's actually doing stuff, and a lot of people right. didn't really know that Sunny Digital did the McConan too. That's, that's what like, I was going to say. A lot of people don't know Future, who Sunny Digital Future is. A lot. A lot. And he's like best friends with Metro Boom. Absolutely, they came up producing together. They, so. I, I think they co-produce a lot of that yeah, stuff, a right? A lot of everything, pretty, pretty much. much right? <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that was big to bring Sunny to the city for the you know for the culture for young mm-hmm. dudes to even see and be like, oh damn, this the dude who made all my joints. Yeah. So we got fuck up some waffles. We got refill. Have y'all done refill again, or have you? Uh, that was that a one off. We're actually planning on bringing it back real soon. Okay, um, stay tuned. The refill focus right now out. is just cups, man, because cups is like what's moving the culture forward right now. So what is Cups? Is that a weekly or is that a monthly? Uh, Cups is going to be a monthly, and right now okay. it's sponsored by Bud Light. All right, yo, so, yeah, yo you got our, sponsors now, yeah, huh? That's our flagship program, man. Teach me the way. <laughs> <laughs> I need to learn, yo, for real. Sponsorship is dope, though, man, because, like, I mean, here's the thing. Smart businessmen understand mm-hmm. that it's not about spending your own money. You know what I'm saying? There are, yep. there are tons of entities out here in the world with thousands, even millions of dollars of disposable income and they're... Take Kanye, for example. Thank you! He's business broke, but he's, he, he's, he's personally rich. Personally, $200 million <laughs> in assets. $53 million in debt, we'll, we'll deal with that. Because if the shit hits the fan, like, he can pay it. Yeah. But the point is, why? Donald Trump taught people that lesson years ago. If people don't remember, Donald Trump been bankrupt a couple of times. Yeah. He has filed Chapter 13 a couple of times. And at the end of the day, he was like, it's not that I'm not rich. I'm just not paying these motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? That's how bankruptcy works. So, yeah, like... Dude, people don't understand that. Man. People like, don't. Like, so you're you're now a businessman. Yeah. Fuck the party. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The party is cool, but now you're in the realm of business. Mm-hmm. So, how did, like... So, now that this thing is, like, you got your branding right. You got your events down. Like, how did you get into the realm of, like, really being able to, like, build with larger brands and, like, put solidified cups? You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's solid. You guys have a foothold in the city. How did you solidify Um, So, pretty much the larger brands pretty much reached out to us, man. Oh. Like, uh, you try to, like, go out searching for it, but it really doesn't work. It's like, your time is going to come when I it agree. comes. I agree. And, well, um, what do you think it was based on? Was it based on like social media? It, it's pretty much based on us staying true to what we do. Like, if okay. it's through social media, if it's just us out, just like keeping what we do like alive. Like, mm-hmm. if it's us out wearing a red cup pin, mm-hmm. just keeping people talking. Okay. So the more people, the more the streets are talking, the more these big companies are looking and listening. That's a fact. You know, man. and they they have their little people out here, their reps. You know, yeah, that, to, like, that's in the streets, the streets, covertly you know? just watching what's yeah. going on. Yeah, and um. Gotta stay true to yourself, man. If you really have like a good movement and you have like a positive like purpose behind it, then just keep that going and like your blessings gonna come sooner or later. That's dope, man. Yo, I gotta say, man, I like you so much more after this interview, man. Cause like all this shit that you're saying is like very much so it's very sincere and it's coming from a positive place for the city. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So like when you when you do these events and stuff like that, like, how important is it to you that like People from the city are represented, like artists and DJs and stuff like that. Do you feel like you really want to do it for DC? Do you feel like it's important to you to have DJs and artists and art and exhibitors or vendors mm-hmm. that 
particularly come from from here in order to do it? You yeah, know for, what I'm saying? Of course, man. Like um, in the beginning, like mm-hmm. it's always been about DC, though. Right. Like DC is home. It is. DC man. is where I like learn my morals. And no doubt. DC is like underrated. We're like the underdog in the city right now, but we're being looked at a lot. Right. You know, so it's just like every time I brought somebody here, like. The reason I brought Sunny Disdu here was because he's never been here before. Oh. But also, I want you to experience this culture. And like, right. there's so many rappers here that's talented that won't get the shine that they need or, you know, even have a chance to be introduced to you because of the circles they like, you know, they Absolutely. walk through, you know? Yeah. But it's, it's all of it, always been about DC, man. That's like, dope, man. you just want to see your city move forward. You want us to get out this, like, crab in a bucket mentality. Mm-hmm. And you want everybody to, like, come together and work. Like, we got the potential to be, like, the next Atlanta or we the really next do. LA or, you know. There's so York. much talent here, yeah, man. Yeah, so much. So and, much. And we're in the process of, like, building, like, a great industry. Like, we have some of the best venues in the world. We really do. Echo Stage was ranked number one, right? Really? Was yeah. it? I, I didn't read that. <laughs> best venue nah. in the world, yeah. Really? Yes. Echo um, Stage is a super solid venue. Mm-hmm. like, And that joint has been so many things, yeah. dog. Like, let's go back to go-go days. DC Tunnel. DC Tunnel. DC Star. A lot of people got shot. Did things. <laughs> a lot of people. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people got shot at the DC Tunnel. Like, <laughs> y'all laughing. <laughs> I'm being so real. You made us laugh. <laughs> I try to keep it entertaining, but like, yo, I'm telling the truth right here, yo. But like, yo, Echo Stage has come so far yeah. from that. You know what I'm saying? Who the who the thought that like from people getting bodied out in front of that shit? I almost got shot in front of Echo Stage. I remember that shit. That's a whole other story. <laughs> but I remember that. But like from people getting bodied in front of that joint to like David Guetta. Yeah. Like yo, I mean that's a that's a hell of a trajectory. That's a hell of an arc, man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And like, let me ask you, like, are you guys branching off into bigger venues? Are you start? Are you trying to throw bigger productions and stuff now? Um, our recent, well, most recent venue that we did, Cup Set, was Blind Wino. Yeah, um, which is a great venue. Great venue. Shout did out you, to Ian. Yeah, shout, shout out to Ian. Man, shout out to everybody involved in Blind Wino. Did you know that used to be Al Green's old church? No. Yes. Really? Yes. Like, Al Green was a pastor there? No, like, he's the go-go at church. Get out of here. Yes. Wow, now yeah. I did not know that. that. That's a fun fact, man. Okay. That's I, was, the- I was happy to, like... You know, whenever I take somebody that. there that's like that that has never been there before, they be shocked. They be like, "Yo, this is a church." Mm-hmm. Like, I be like, yeah. "Not now." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm totally about to have a drink, but <laughs> pray tomorrow, right? You know what I'm saying? Just make sure you know you say your hailberries and all fathers, so you be alright. You know what I'm saying? But that thing is like it's just so beautifully appointed, and it's like great that you can have events there. So mm-hmm. that's a is that your biggest venue to date? Stadium's gonna be pretty big. Stadium's gonna be pretty big. Stadium's um, gonna be pretty big. Then we have the parking lot and the inside. I think That's we can like you okay. know pack it out to about fifteen hundred people. Yeah. But, uh, for real, for real, our biggest venue was the first venue we ever had, which was uh, Seafarer's Yacht Club, which Seafair is the Jack. first uh, black-owned yacht club in America. Oh yeah, 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 yeah the yacht in club, yo. Yep. Which is which is very trippy, man. Like, can you tell us the address to that one time? Because I put Ooh. it in my GPS. I remember last year, Ooh. I went to Midnight Barbecue, and I put that shit in my GPS, and like it was like no idea. Yeah. And this is literally in, it's Southeast or Southwest? 
It's in Southwest. It's Southwest. Well, no, 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 my bad. It's Southeast. It is because on the other side of the, the water. Yeah, that's Southeast on the other side. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Like it's 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 one of the greatest cuts in DC. Yeah, we did. Uh, How did y'all find that place? We did four cups there actually, and we found it because I actually interviewed the Commodore one day. <laughs> uh, my brother does video and stuff, and he was like just looking for like historic black places. Okay. And um, we was down there interviewing him. He was like, "Yo, if y'all want to throw something here, that's come down." Dope. So you say that's the, the the nation's oldest black yacht club? Yes, first black yacht club. First black yacht club. Yep, that's that is a super mm-hmm. dope fact. And they have a right? uh, Mary McLeod Bethune posted up inside of it. Wow. Yeah, picture of it. That's crazy, yo! Yeah. I didn't. No, I've seen that picture. Yeah, it's right where they be having the bar at, mm-hmm. like yep. on the that yep. little building. And then on the other side, they have like all the Commodores they ever had since they opened. Yo, I feel like I was at the first cups. You want to know what I remember most about the first cups? We all was there spiritually. We, I'm pretty sure. We, were, <laughs> God, God was we, was, all we was all in there in spirit. But I feel like I remember um, Light Show. Yeah. I remember I was there, and I remember Light Show. He was a kid at the time. He's a young dude. Mm-hmm. And he was with the whole Southeast crew. Yeah. And Shorty got up on the table and started spitting. And like had the whole crowd just captivated. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, damn. Shorty can really rip though. Yeah. Like I was like, really like this ain't no just like a young nigga from South Beach who just got attention on him. Mm-hmm. This is like a he can really rap. So that stuck with me. And yeah. to see him like you know on his trajectory and on his rise, it's just like it's, it makes sense to me. It was mm-hmm. a really good thing to see that night. And I was like, oh, this is a dope event. Like how could anybody even pull this off? That was a great party, fam. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Light Show, man. For real, we, man. We invested a lot in his talent, man. He's like a good young artist and uh he tells the truth man he you does know, you know he puts on from where like for where he come from and everything like that and real kid from 10th yeah, place real man. good dude man. <laughs> no doubt for real man yeah. so now that y'all got like y'all y'all are rising now we're back at the yacht club this summer for midnight barbecue right mm-hmm. that's the nope no nah. no okay tell me nah. more yo <laughs> time, time to move up in is the it world, time to man. move up in the world so midnight barbecue got but, a new venue i'm gonna tell all the viewers this oh shit don't forget where you come from no never always go back eventually but okay keep moving up moving okay. forward open doors to other people yo so do you have an exclusive announcement about the venue for, for midnight barbecue or should we stay tuned i'm, I'm gonna say this cups is may 22nd okay right before okay that's the midnight week before barbecue. right yeah yeah and then that's at Blind Wino. Okay. And then Midnight Barbecue is going to be at Doc Five, which is Union Market. Ooh, mm-hmm. the backside, right? And Selection is going to be there. Selection's going to be there? Yeah. Yo, I mentioned them earlier in the show, <laughs> man. We bringing this whole thing 360, man. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's going to be some good vibes at that. Yep. And that's a pretty decent, that's a really good size venue. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Weather's not a factor, really. Nope. <laughs> I like all of this. I like all of this, Marseille. Mm-hmm. I really do. Okay, so and you heard it here first. Doc 5, Union Market, May 27th, mm-hmm. Midnight Barbecue. Is this part two? Part two. Part two. Shout out to uh, EDM. Shout out to EDM. Shout out to Lauren Isaac, Fine, Fine Trees and Cuisine. Ooh, good food and good weed. Hey, this is what we live for. Yeah. It's my favorite things, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> man, for real, yo. So with that, man, I don't know, man. We got the future is looking lit for Cupset right now, man. Anything else you want to talk about that's coming up in the near future for Cupset, man? Uh, I'm gonna keep all that a secret. Nice, that's all right. I'm say, is say less. Cupset carry out. All right, keep, keep that in your head. Yo, look, the merch too. We gotta tell people where to get this merch because I have a rare cup 
lapel pin mm-hmm. that's high quality. It's you know it's metal. It's it's two pieces. Does it screw in the back or something? Like I know I haven't lost it yet. Uh, so can, it's solid. You can do both. Yeah, uh, it's all about the pressure. You yeah, you to gotta it. you know. <laughs> but it's a solid product. It's great design and it represents the brand. Cups at this good brother right here, Mate. And it's DC, man. Go online. What's the website, Mate? Cupsetdc.com. Cupsetdc.com. Cop this red this red cup pen. What else y'all got for sale, man? Y'all have a lot of merch. Uh, we got our emblem keychain, which is the cup and crown. Okay. Uh, we also have our official like red cup with the logo on it. Okay. Um, it's washable. You can put it in your dishwasher. Well, I definitely need one anywhere of those. with it. I definitely need <laughs> one of those. You know? And then but, we also have the quadrant patch, which has uh, northeast, DC, uh, southeast, southwest, northwest. Uh, on it and also the date we've established. I yeah. okay as an official company, even though we've been like doing parties way before that, but we established ourselves officially as a company in 2012. 2012, yeah. okay, established 2012. Catch that. Make sure y'all go online, check out the website. It's beautiful. It's well designed. The merch is up there. Purchase, support, show love. If you're in the city, make sure you come on out to these events. Like I said, cups at Blind Wino on the 22nd, uh, Midnight Barbecue Part Two. At dot five mm-hmm. on the twenty seventh, and we got plenty more to come. All summer sixteen. Feel good every Thursday. And feel good at Rose Bar every Thursday, which we about to go to, right? Yep. Cups up, yo. <laughs> we about to go. Look, before we get out of here, Marte man, please let the people know how they can get at you on social media, on the internet, whatever. Give the people your, your contact so they can get at you, man. So once again, you can contact us at cupsatdc.com uh-huh. or you can follow me on Instagram or Twitter at cupsatmarte. Um, the U is a V, so C-V-P-S-E-T-M-A-R-T-A-E. All right. And you can follow cupsatdc on Twitter or Instagram at cupsatdc. Love it, yo. And listen, as always, you can go to blackbroadway.com B-L-V, the A is a V, B-L-V-C-K, Broadway.com, and you can go on our Facebook, B-L-V-C-K, Broadway, at Facebook, and go on our Instagram, B-L-V-C-K, Broadway, and it's lit. And we got to shout out the lovely ladies. You know I wasn't going to get out of here without (laughs) that. You know that wasn't going to happen. Big shout out to the lovely ladies joining us this evening. I appreciate y'all company, y'all essence, y'all scent, you know. Like, the, is it the Naturels? The Naturels. The Naturels? Y'all got like a group? Of, y'all dropping the mixtape soon? Like, let us know. Now is your time to plug your mixtape. <laughs> okay, so they're going to be shy about the mixtape. But just know it's coming summer 16, y'all. Listen, Black Broadway Podcast, man. It's been a great episode. Yo, Monte, man, thank you so much, no man, question. for real. And next time I come. No Jameson. No Jameson? Yeah, I sip this gin. Okay, we go. Oh, man, we're going to sip this gin? Yeah, sip this gin. Man, yo, you about to see it a whole other side of me. Like, <laughs> next time, Black Broadway, wear your helmet because my table will have me drinking fucking gin. That's going to be a situation. <laughs> yo, man, we are out of here, yo. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. And remember, as always, yo, if you're not at the table, you want to play. Get your mind right, stay focused, Black Broadway podcast.